Hello, everyone. I, it's a very explosive. Hola. Uh, it's a uh, explosive. You know, yeah, it's explosive. It's like I love, it's, I love my. Well, no, you know, you know, you know what plosives are. What are plosives? Tell us, Spencer. Oh, I mean, there. It's like it's like a it's like a I guess theater slash like radio term, and it's just uh, the the big the big like peas and i might actually be getting it wrong i don't know what sounds plosives are i think it's just the big uh like kind of consonant sound you know who you should ask about that who should i ask the the shocker oh why do they call him the shocker because <laughs> he I, oh, I, I can't say it actually it's uh it's, that's shocking yeah it's, it's illegal actually yeah um well guys welcome to style and direction a menswear podcast without the stuffiness this is yeah no plosives either no, no none of them no peas no uh no no cues no <laughs> well not not peas and cues you know we'll tell that to ron watkins oh i will absolutely i mean never as cute hey ron never as cute <laughs> there's no cues yeah i just told ron watkins and he gave me a thumbs up he gave you a cue up is what he did <laughs> he gave. I, it's like he broke his fingers, made him into a circle, and then one of his other fingers was just snapped uh, in the little line uh, that comes off the cue. And it's actually he's bleeding a lot through his fingerless gloves. Wait, so he's so he's here, he's with us. He's in the room okay. with me. And I, Ron, why don't you go punch your post? Yeah, it's remember his post with the leather on it that he just punches. Yeah, he, did you say like you have to practice the same punch a thousand times or something like that? <laughs> yeah and he just like he's like yeah i punch it until my hand bleeds and i'm like i don't know if this is a workout <laughs> this is just like making your knuckles calloused which maybe that's what you want by the time this episode comes out this documentary is going to be like 10 years old <laughs> i know I was gonna, yeah we're, we're, i'm not gonna say when we're recording this but we've i i watched a q documentary like it feels like a month ago now. <laughs> like it feels so long, and and you're not. Yeah, gonna... I mean, we both like it has been a while, even now since it came out. It's still good. Like I still really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. And I have fun talking about We're... it. But yeah, it's like good thing we didn't do this with like Tiger King, um, in like April of last year or whatever. Unless we did, maybe we spent the whole first episode. <laughs> of course, the quarantine um, episode. Yeah, the quarantine being like, I, I'm, I'm Joe Exotic. I'm, I'm, in, in case, it's not Randy Peculiar. It's, what was it again? Oh, it's not? No, no, wait, or was that what it was? I know we got it wrong. It's not, no, I don't think it's Randy. I don't remember what it is. Um, Comedy Bang Bang reference, by the way. You know what's funny? What's funny? Is we were planning on referencing, making a bunch of Tiger King references in our, like, follow-up it, lockdown episode, which came out, I think, last month right yeah, or this the, ap- april 2021 i should say yeah uh um, no, i think it's march march the, uh, the march, march bonus. 2021 yeah, march bonus yeah but we were we were going to we were like oh we're just gonna make a bunch of tiger king jokes and then we forgot to <laughs> yeah we, we kinda, so that's what you're getting now we got uh you know just just in classic in classic quarantine time we're we're getting it late we're late to the whole party you know um yeah we're freaking slowpoke over here Slowpoke. Did you know that there's a there's a there's a Pokemon I think called Slowpoke, and then he transforms. I know. That. Oh, you do know that? Okay. Well, he transforms into yeah. Slowking. Oh, Slowking. Yes. <laughs> Slowking as usual. Yeah, Slowking as usual. I see. <laughs> I wonder do do menswear guys? I mean, again, we're gonna get to the topic now, but it's do menswear guys know about YouTube poop? YouTube poop. Yeah. I don't know. Um, I think if we next time we do an interview, 
like regardless of who it is we should be like so favorite youtube poop (laughs) and then they say they say uh i'm a fire in my laser yeah. that's not that's not really it, yeah poop, what if we yeah. were like we were we were talking to like i don't know we, like we, we were talking to some big name like like ethan newton mark cho jamie ferguson whatever that's the talk show guy <laughs> that <laughs> we could talk to jamie ferguson i'd like to know what his uh favorite youtube poop is yeah what, what, what which which uh oh no that's craig ferguson yeah i was about to say jamie i'm i'm sorry i'm i'm all fine i was gonna say i'm all pfizered out i got my, my second dose today and uh uh, a little bit lightheaded, but that's it so far. I didn't feel anything I, as I as uh, I told when you I first got it. So you know, yeah, I'm, I'm a strong man. I'm like I'm like a uh, that guy that Ed Hardy Ed Ed Hardy <laughs> Ed Hardy. See, you're fizzing out too. The shedding what is a, true. What, what if Ed Hardy was Bane? You know, like that's that's what I, I would love. Like. That like he was just wearing his shirt. I don't know what Ed Hardy sounds like. Is the issue. Do you feel in charge? <laughs> That's what I think he sounds like. Okay. He sounds like a cool guy with like I think skulls. he is an older guy. How I think Ed Hardy himself is an older guy cuz I'm pretty sure he was an apprentice of Sailor Jerry. Um who was active in like the 40s and 50s. But who knows? I I don't know much about Ed Hardy lore. I'm not a Ed head. <laughs> Have you seen you've seen the Ed Hardy boys though, right? Is that is this a joke or is this is that a real thing? No, no, this is like a no. This is a Nick Kroll, like you know, his like Ghost Bouncer character. It came from this like series of sketches he did called the Ed Hardy Boys, where it was like you know Nick Kroll and whoever else was in that sketch, um, and they were just like douchebags, but they would solve mysteries. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I, and it was it's pretty good i check i'd recommend it okay i gotta i gotta check it out i still haven't seen like los spookies yet either so like that's like another like funny yeah neither have i we gotta we gotta watch this stuff we gotta watch it um anyway yeah. uh the th- uh, cold open ended they're they're done you know first <laughs> five minutes um six minutes <laughs> six more like seven actually probably now <laughs> eight <laughs> how far can this keep going yeah it's crazy yeah, numbers um but yeah i don't think i introduced myself i'm ethan m wong um i'm spencer adi that's right you get the last name um and yeah. this is menswear podcast uh if you didn't already know this is menswear podcast this we should have just this now why didn't we call this podcast just menswear podcast <laughs> i think that probably i mean no one no one else has a podcast called menswear podcast not even um, the like drop drop it would the be the top of the <laughs> yeah drop the the yeah just menswear podcast and like i mean come on we'd be the top of the google results if you google menswear podcast that's us that's our name i mean is it though like you know you talk about like like brand dilution like you look up xerox but do you get like a bunch of regular like copy machines if you look up xerox on google like i don't i don't know that's true you still get the brand name xerox mostly i think Yes. Well, so then, it, then it's a good thing because if we if it was menswear podcast, then we would always show up. Like that's yeah. That's that's what so a, a big update. We're changing the name. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, sad head Saturday. Now it's going to be menswear podcast Saturday. <laughs> I get. Well, we could do menswear podcast Monday, but I don't. Who wants to do that on Monday? M- you know what? I just re- like you know how people are like oh yeah TBT um, MPM doesn't sound cool. Like menswear podcast Monday is not doesn't sound very good. SHS, which is Sadhead Saturday, doesn't also that doesn't sound great. But I don't think 
anyone has ever said SHS out loud yeah. to refer to Saturday. Do we, Saturday. should we start like hashtag SHS? No, no, I'm going to say no. <laughs> hey guys. Yeah. No, thank you. Le- leave a comment or DM us and tell us what you think SHS could stand for. Like if you, if you had, if you if send help sucker, <laughs> why would you, why That's would when you, you're like, <laughs> why would you be mad? You're like, at the guy you're like trying you? to like, you're neg, you're negging them. You're like, Oh yeah, I bet you won't even send help idiot. And then they're like, fuck you. I will send help. <laughs> if only every castaway and like abandoned person on like a like a like a, a, a shipwreck would say that like like SO yeah you just gotta be <laughs> SOS bitch yeah. you just gotta be you know you gotta be aggressive about it you gotta be kind of confrontational that's how you get people to rescue you that's that's what I want I need it's like yeah yeah you want to yeah. yeah you you want to help me out you fucking whore <laughs> you know. <laughs> Um, yeah, so, we should like pick up artists but for getting rescued off of islands yeah uh tip number one uh wear a uh wear a bold shirt wear a big hat made of all the leaves that you can find on the island yeah you want to you want a peacock of a hot like helicopter pilot like find and look looks at you yeah. and you make you make them come to you like you gotta like like you need help i mean i guess they, I they say do you want to be rescued you're like eh sure okay yeah. if you wanna i'm gonna be you know i was just gonna hang out here anyway <laughs> and they're like ooh, yeah and then this and then mysterious. and then once you get in there you talk to everyone on the helicopter except the pilot you know like that's yeah you, you gotta make them want to talk to you and then you fuck the pilot <laughs> yeah that, that's the goal at the end right yeah mile high club the goal yeah the, so it's like it's still just being a pickup artist but you like the step one get stranded on an island it's like a mashup of the game and lost. Hey, you just lost the game. <laughs> this is this is the clip. This is the, this whole thing is the clip we're we're putting on social. Oh media. my god! Yeah. Okay, ten minute cold open. Here we go. <laughs> does it does this mean that my next suit I'm gonna have monogrammed like SOS? Bi- I think that's actually pretty good. I think <laughs> SOS. That's pretty funny. I mean, hey, I'm getting uh, I'm getting a custom suit soon, and I don't know what I'm gonna put inside of it. Um, so, yeah, maybe some from this, some from this bit. <laughs> oh my god, we have, and we have such a big topic today, this is, like, something that we've, like, alluded to a lot, um, as we, you know, as we go well, through. Well, like I, like I said, this is all, this is all, you know, Bill Gates, Pfizer, they're trying to ruin the podcast, and so they gave me the stupid juice this morning. <laughs> SJ. S- what about SJS? Yeah. <laughs> Sad Juice Saturday. There you go. Sad Juice Saturday. Or Stupid Head Saturday. <laughs> stupid Head Saturday. I like that one. Laugh. That's every day. You know, you know what I'm saying? I'm stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm just <laughs> every I'm day is Saturday, stupid, man. bitch. Like, I'm dumb as hell. I'm st- I, got a, I got a dumb brain. <laughs> I'm sad and I'm dumb as hell. <laughs> um so oh, man. today today we're talking about authenticity you can see it in the episode title it's also in the show notes or ethan essay uh-huh believe it or not yeah, ripley yeah. um but this is you know uh we've we've kind of if you're in our our patreon discord we've talked about this a couple of times you know we talk about slouch pov um and we, we've said, I think we've said it even, you know, in, in all the copy where we're like, oh, yeah, make sure it's authentic, make sure it feels natural. And it, that begs the question of what is natural? Yeah, what is natural? <laughs> Naked. You gotta, you gotta ask, uh, you gotta ask Darwin, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Natural selection. Through the Ace Ventura, man. <laughs> I've never seen that movie either, actually. 
I haven't seen it in a long time. I'd like to say that it... Well, I don't know if it holds up. Um, I like Jim Carrey in general. I think now, on social media, he can be pretty obnoxious. But uh, he made some good movies, you know? Sonic. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) That's what I was talking about. Yeah, it it starts and ends with Sonic. Um, Mm -hmm. But yeah, this is something... I mean, you know, these discussions happen all the time. I know Henrik... And I think Young Chomsky, you know, we've talked about this where the idea of dressing for who you who you are, who you want to be is a relatively new concept, you know. Um, and so and again, Spencer and I are pretty young, you know, so we've we've had this Ooh, very babies, you know, <laughs> yeah, babies. Um, we've we've had this very, you know, like, oh, it doesn't like our context doesn't matter. We can wear whatever we want. Like that's a, that's something that that. Yeah. That's like that's we're, integral we're, we're for very, us. Very, I guess, individual. Very individual about the way that we dress. Yeah, exactly. And I know that you know when we usually when I talk to people who you know maybe come from other, maybe not other countries, but maybe different generations, they can be kind of taken aback at that kind at this kind of approach, right? And and it is tough. So hopefully we can maybe figure out what exactly it means to be authentic and 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 yeah. uh, in this episode and hey just like other ones we might not even get there maybe this whole episode means nothing <laughs> we're just gonna have a big discussion and then at the end we're gonna be like well we're we're at square one but that's okay that's what uh what are podcasts for yeah exactly you know yeah everyone every, all podcasts are just listening to two people talk about nothing like that's all that's all sometimes more than two people sometimes less <laughs> ripley believe it or not um, yeah. So let, let's think about it. So, sir, what what makes clothing authentic? That's a big question. But what what do you think it means? I mean, I feel like, I mean, this like just kind of gets into the concept of personal style. I feel like it, it's. I mean, again, it's just one of those things where you kind of know it when you see it. I think a lot. There's like nothing that is necessarily inherently authentic. I think that right. there's some things that just kind of like take getting used to. Uh, the secret to appearing authentic might just come back to looking comfortable in your clothes. I, re- I mean, that's like the number one thing with everything we talk about is just right. looking comfortable with what you're wearing. But okay, that that's that's a, that's a that's a good point. But um, and I'm not trying to be like devil's advocate, alt right guy here. Mm-hmm. Um, but I get I I could see some people going like, well, how do you know what's comfortable? Yeah, like, what's authentically comfortable to you? And the idea that clothing as you know being an authentic projection of of your inner self is pretty tough um especially with two things when you're starting out like if you're going from wearing mm-hmm. like t-shirt pant like like or a style agnostic like not even like there's no there's no aesthetic there it's just you're just a normal guy it's kind of hard to find okay like well you want to get into clothing but how do you know what's natural how do you know what's authentic to you that that's a tough question and then the other part yeah. of it is when you already have a style or you know what you want to do and you know, I don't. I don't know if a lot of people get stuck in the same style over. I mean, like you know, you and I have have exponentially, you know, branched off in tangents of yeah. our style. Um, but how do we know if those new things are authentic? You know, that's that's a tough question too, right? Like where, yeah, you know, you like you you know you like suits, right? And you want to be like, I, okay, well, let me go back. I think one one big example is. Um, People like wearing suits. You know, you want to wear like a, you want to be tailored, and then you want to be casual, 
or you want to you find you want to find a way to make it fit your context your environment whatever and so naturally you say okay well i want to wear you, you an option is to wear a cotton suit but at the back mm-hmm. of your head this per this hypothetical person and i hate hypotheticals but this guy could be like oh uh i want to be fancy and a cotton suit or formal and a cotton suit doesn't really get that to me so how can I be casual while still being authentic to my true self, you know? And like, and yeah. that's, that's a common thing we get a lot, you know, because, you know, Spencer and I have gotten quote more casual over the years. Some people take not issue, but some people wonder like, Oh, are you guys hopping on a trend or are, like, like how, how, how authentic is I mean, it? it is. If you, if you are a suit guy, like you can't, I mean, it's like really hard to get the proportions of a suit from any other garment. Right. Um, so yeah, it's like it's if it's in this hypothetical that's like a really tough situation because it's hard to say it's like oh if you like if you like suits you can wear a chore coat which is kind of similar to a blazer but obviously uh they do not fit the same do they do not just like you know they do not like look the same on the body. Um and yeah, so like branching out to new styles uh, uh that's that's a tough one. Yeah. No, exactly. And I mean I think that the easy answer is the first point we have here, which uh, menswear isn't authentic. <laughs> like, like, yeah. Uh, and I, I know, like, I mean, authentic. Like, my, my. I mean, authenticity is like it doesn't really exist. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I get like philosophically, like it all exists, but it's like you know, you have, all this stuff is made up. None of this stuff is tangible or exists in nature. Um, it's just something that you kind of feel. You know, no, abs- that yeah, absolutely. It's just, I, I, you know, it's it's really hard to kind of, um, at least for I mean, at least for me as someone who has grown up in this very social media, you know, individualistic generation, right? It's hard for me to even think like, well, like, is this even an issue, right? Like, I, it's, mm-hmm. you know, we we don't live um, at the time where your clothing signaled where you are in society that might be a little too old but maybe like you're more of like your profession or or your hardcore interest you know um Mm -hmm. because clothing now is an interest you know like that's like i i remember i didn't you know maybe when i was a kid right like like if if they if you if you liked wearing suits i remember being told that well you gotta be a lawyer you gotta be a businessman because that's the only way you're going to be able to wear a suit and be, quote, like, normal, right? And, you know, mm-hmm. be out there. But nowadays, I mean, you know, for better or for worse, lots of people wear suits. Uh, you know, realtors, I mean, realtors have kind of always worn suits, you know. Uh, influencers wear suits, you know. Uh, hip-hop artists wear suits. Everyone wears suits now. It's not tied to a, you know, particular career, which is kind of a big Profession. deal. Yeah, yeah, you know. And so, yeah, like, like, you know, a lot of clothing, like Spencer said, you just wear it because, you know, you like it, it feels comfortable, you're just, you're just interested in it, you know, mm-hmm. um, and it's, it's really tough when you try and try and find a way to like, okay, what is that, thing? like, is it tied to a lifestyle, is it a job, is it tied to your interest outside of fashion, when you start well, going okay, so down I'm- that way, it's kind of tough, it's a bad rabbit hole. Yeah, I think I think maybe we could start by like just saying like I I think we probably both have examples of things that we've I will I, I know that I have examples of things that I've got that don't necessarily feel quote unquote authentic anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, and while I still love a lot of them, I mean that could be said about some of my like Ebbets Field hats. Like one of them I got the first one I got a uh, a Brooklyn Eagles hat, which is like 
New York Yankees except Serif. I got because it was like, okay, this is a base, but basic baseball cap. Right. I ordered a couple more, I think, through their like random mystery boxes where you pay like 50 bucks and get like three hats or something. Mm-hmm. And the only one that I really still wear is my like CSUF hat because it like feels weird to wear a baseball cap from a team that like I know nothing about. Right. Um, and like people can re- think they are real teams and like, oh yeah, you like the Yankees. And I'm like, no. <laughs> Like, I just, maybe it's, like, just that I don't want to have that discussion anymore, but stuff like that just doesn't, that's, like, an example yeah. of something that I no longer, that no longer feels Right, the, the, I mean, I feel like, like you said, like, it, when, you, when we talk about comfort, I, I mean, I, I don't think that you have to analyze it, and I'm not talking to you, I'm talking to this hypothetical mm-hmm. straw man, because I do think that we do have a gut check where you know what's authentic, you can, you can feel what yeah. feels right, you know? Uh, I we talked about this in the old Ethan or the old Spencer episode where you know I was torn between you know dressing in the way that were that that people wore suits that that was acceptable you know like the kind of hashtag men's wary influencer core skinny suit thing that I like that was still a suit like I still want to wear a garment that has side tabs that has cuffs that lets you wear loafers and mm-hmm. has lapels but it was done in the way that I thought society expected of me, which was a slim fit, everything, right? And then I was torn between that and the whole vintage thing. And, uh, you know, it, it's it's tough, right? It, it's like, okay, what, what feels... And at the end of the day, yeah. I just was like, well, one of... Or both of these things, you know, period accurate and, and super hashtag menswear, they both don't feel right to me. And I had to find out mm-hmm. what that... Like, what the uh, the common ground or the, the in the middle part that made me feel comfortable was, you know? Yeah, I, I I wonder like I don't know. I think we we might get into like kind of like workwear and like military surplus stuff later. Yeah. But it's kind of funny because it's like when I when I went from doing like period accurate like vintage looks like thirties forties vintage looks to transitioning to something a little bit more contemporary less period accurate i tried to go with kind of like a very clean like modern ivy like you know like armory kind of look for a little bit and that didn't feel authentic what what did you so i wonder when was that Wait, what did you wear for that i mean this was like briefly but it's like i was wearing like you know slim fit chinos and like denim jackets or whatever and i was like okay i'm kind of you know i'm like incorporating vintage pieces but in a modern way but it like yeah it was one of those things where it didn't feel quite right and like kind of coming back to like vintage proportions or like vintage clothing kind of more like you know rugged stuff um that yeah that felt more right than like what i was what i was doing before so it's weird like i wonder if i've you know like the the whole like oh wearing like only like 60 year old military surplus might seem kind of try hard but to me that's like what feels right it feels more right than just i don't know dressing more normal i guess yeah, yeah, no, I I definitely agree cuz the the only thing that I felt was like really inauthentic um was when we kind of got into milserp and workwear and I felt like I had to do it the way that you were doing. I mean, not not, not like I, you know, not that mm-hmm. I didn't like copied it exactly, but it's like, oh yeah, like the very, you know, like Newton Street vintage um, you know, like like work and war, all these accounts that that you know you kind of introduced to me and I was like, okay, well, that's cool. It's still mm-hmm. it's still like, you know, classic menswear, but it's vintage. It has vintage proportions. I got into it, but like 
it was the opposite issue where I felt like it was that I felt like I was a costume to me. Like it felt like I was yeah. still doing like it was it's I'm very I don't know, I don't want to say ironic. I never want to feel like I'm doing something like I'm defaulting. And even though this wasn't mm-hmm. like, oh, you're defaulting to a polo shirt and slacks, it was like, oh yeah, I just look like another person from like um Inspiration LA. You know? And yeah. and it's like, you know, like it's just weird. And you know, at at some point I know some people I um I started doing that mainly as a way to get away from my tailoring because i know like i still hate it when people think i'm like a suit guy and it and that sounds ridiculous because it's it's completely true but it's i want people to get like oh i happen to be wearing suits instead of like oh the suit guy you know if that makes sense and Mm -hmm. and wearing like the rugged ivy i mean it's like you don't i don't think in general you don't want to be the blank guy yeah. And we probably still, like, fall into that. Like, I feel like to a lot, you know, I'm, like, the, again, like, the Millsurf guy or, you know, vintage guy or the suit guy to a lot of people. But yeah. you don't want to be that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and you know, for a while I've always gotten that, especially, you know, I've talked about dating on the stream and then how. And we've had, we have an episode, I think, on, like, what girls are, are experienced, like, being into menswear and, like, with with the, the girls or whoever we're interested in, how they react to it. So that's kind of mm-hmm. one reason why... Um, uh, like figuring out what I wanted to look like was so um, important. And, and, you know, eventually I kind of was like, you know what? Fuck it. I am the suit guy. I'm going to be wearing my soft shoulder sport coats. But I, and I think now I can, con- I can, I can introduce a lot of casual ideas that feel a lot more authentic to me. Right. I think like my new, mm-hmm. my, like, you know, my summer uniform, I, I don't think I, I think it might be posted now with the uh, future events for article, but like, you know, I can wear like a knit tee with a sport coat and like those drawstring wide leg pants and like loafers. And that's completely uh, casual, but it doesn't feel like I'm just wearing, you know, like I'm not wearing like that sloppy tie that still feels yeah. casual in my mind, but you know, to other to outside people, it's decidedly more casual than what I typically wear. But in my point of view, it's not that I'm being casual. It's more like I'm just wearing different pieces that happen to be casual. It just, in, in a sense, it still feels true to me. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know how to how to like, you know, make a formula out of that. There is no formula being authentic, obviously. But it's like you know, you gotta you're gonna make mistakes, right? You're gonna figure out what it is. I think one reason why people are so concerned with, with authenticity, and this could be for any kind of interest, is that clothing costs money. So everything that you do is like, well, is this gonna be worth the investment? Um, or am I gonna be like w- burning out, like, you know, taking up like a, a bricked space in my closet for this thing that I wanted to try mm-hmm. out, which is which is fair. And we've all kind of, we've all kind of been there, you know? And I think that's yeah. why people go, well, oh, I could never, I could never wear that. And I, I mean, I think the other thing is like no one really, no one wants to look like they're trying really hard. Yeah. And sometimes yeah. when you're like branching out and trying something, trying something new that's different from what you normally wear, the first couple times you wear it, you might look like you're trying really hard. Yeah. Or you might just be like overly aware of it. Like I know that happened with me the first couple times I wore my like my Stetson outside of like menswear context. I was like oh, I'm the guy in a cowboy hat. But, like, after a number of wears, it's just, like, a hat, you know? Right. Yeah. So that's the that's the other tough thing, is, like, sometimes you might get something and your gut check is, like, no, this isn't right, this isn't authentic. But it's, like, it just takes a little bit of time, like, a little bit of, like, just getting over yourself. Right. To try to, like, to kind of figure it out. Yeah, I mean, it really, I mean, maybe one big part about authenticity is, is like, how dedicated are you to 
to the item and the vibe that you're going for you know and that's that's mm-hmm. a discussion you have to have like on your own or hopefully you know with the community and friends that you have like we talked about like, like that that's one reason why you know i think spencer and i have gotten a lot better at dressing is because we've had friends to bounce ideas off of and discuss with yeah you know um because yeah i mean yeah it's it's unavoidable that you're going to be called a try hard like i like i've i've said this before where like when i first started mfa um people were very critical of what i was wearing <laughs> i mean to their credit it wasn't a good outfit like it's not it wasn't that great but you know you get a lot of these comments right and and um and yeah this so this brings me to what i remember now about um not just me but with marco uh, a friend of ours really really one of the best dressed people i've ever met in my life he's he's like one of he's so good yeah Um, really stylish guy and you know i was reading a comment and i don't i don't know if this was exactly like a trolling comment or you know well clearly this guy was being a dick um, but the guy was saying like, oh, you know, hey, cool outfit, but I know you're young. Like, why do you fucking dress like this? Like, you're going to regret it later in life. I don't know if you want to look like a like a um, like some coked out L.A. urbanite who is dressing in expensive clothes, but lives in like, you know, like a cheap ass place or whatever. Yeah, it was kind of weird. It's like it's it's like your clothes suggest a living situation much nicer than your background suggests. And it's like. A photo of his very nice backyard. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about, bro? Yeah, I, you know, and I think, you know, I think uh, it's like uh, bad press or like bad reviews where like a, like, like if 10 people like go to your restaurant, like one might say something good, but five might say something bad. Like it's people are more inclined to share bad or critique or like, or just critical thoughts Mm -hmm. as opposed to something good. So, and when you dress up, people do say stuff. It's not like it's not going to happen. So you're going to, it's going to, you know, you're going to get some critical people. And maybe that's why people are so concerned about authenticity. It's like one half of like, you know, um, uh, wanting to not look like a tryhard. The other half is like, well, you got them. Everything you do has to be justified. I don't, I also don't mm-hmm. know if that's like a, a relatively new phenomenon where people have to like, you know, Oh, you're gonna go someplace. You got to be dressed up for this, or or you, you know, don't, you know, like don't get a gaming computer if you're not gonna like use it to the full potential. Like, there's always this idea, and maybe that could be of any of any kind of interest where like you have to justify your choices. And clothing is probably the one yeah. that requires the most because you know a lot of people see it. You know, maybe if you're gaming, you only interact with gamers. You're not gonna interact with like a regular guy with a computer but when you're dressing up you're gonna you know like all just said you're gonna be in a lot of rooms that you don't have control over yeah. which is a, which is a fair critique um but you know it's 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 really i hate i hate those people who do that because it's like it's always projection it's always like they have no idea who you are and i think you know like we mm-hmm. said where it takes a gut check or it takes a like a deep conversation with yourself and your friends only only you will know what your the context is you know, only, yeah. you know, like you'll, you'll know exactly how authentic you're being. And even, and even if it's totally fake, you don't got to tell people, you know, like they're not going to just, know. yeah, fake it till you make it, my man. That's how you got to do it. Yeah. I mean, it, it just, you know, like I think for us, especially, you know, where Spencer and I, or at least me, I'm very anti-influencer. And so it's really, I, I, I do feel the need sometimes to kind of like, not justify provide but provide extra context because you know if you're only taking fit pics 
you know, and your and your goal is to kind of like, oh, be the online like influencer guy. If that's what you want, that's cool. But like, you know, if 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 you know, I think Spencer and I have talked about this in private, but like, you know, the idea of sharing a fit pic is pretty narcissist and it can be kind of weird and contrived when your entire feed is a mm-hmm. fit pic. And there's nothing some and but the thing is you have to remember, sometimes people join social media just to archive their face. Like they're not joining social media to document their entire lives. We talk about that in the lifestyle or the lifestyle of men's for enthusiasts. Yeah, it's like I don't I I mean, at least in the last year I have obviously haven't posted much on my social media outside of fit pics, but that's just because I uh, haven't been doing much. Yeah. You know? Exactly. And, you know, you could, and, and, you know, some random dude could be like, oh, yeah, Spencer's trying to be an influencer. And, yeah, that's cool, whatever, you know, but Spencer knows what he's up to. That's not going to phase him. Mm-hmm. He also p- might not consider an influencer an insult like I do. Um, but. I mean, I did, I'm like, well, hey, well, <laughs> tune into this stream that already happened by the time you're listening to it, but I'm sure we'll get into it a little bit more tonight but yeah we we view uh we i think we just think of social media differently oh yeah but that's a different episode I yeah guess. exactly yeah i'm a i'm a very i'm a very open person and so you know yeah. um that's why uh what's it called like these these connotations that you have about whether or not you're being authentic or or not it's something that i i definitely think about and um if we're going back to like what we what we like wear and how it becomes who we are you know um, I just like, you know, one of my biggest inspirations, and this is such a hashtag mentor response, but like, you know, like there's so many writers and artists who wear tailoring and there's so many photos of them, like smoking cigarettes and wearing OCBDs and like sloppy ties and, and slouchy sack jackets. And, um, I'm pretty sure there are writers and people today who do that. Like I, th- I know that, um, like Christopher Nolan, I think is a director who still wears like suits on set. You know, he might not wear a tie, mm-hmm. but he's kind of known for that. Or like Taika for Waititi, right? He he not he not not wear a suit, but he like dresses up in like a fit. He gets a fit off when he's like directing. Well, have, uh, uh, Paul Feig, right? He's he's the the men's yeah. crew director. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and you know, it's like it's like their thing, and so you can you can definitely be a person who you know wears cool clothing it doesn't have to be a suit but it could you know you could be the director who wears milsop and milsurp and um i think that you know directors today um we're not talking directors aren't like the focus of the episode but like you know the look of a director um in my head is always like the steven spielberg like this like the the, the ball cap with like like come some kind of like cargo pants or whatever he's wearing you know like it's and hmm. the thing like you know like that's not really a uniform, but that's what people commonly think of. And so when you wear a suit, it's like for a while, it's kind of weird. But when you look at like, you know, the, the broad swath of, of creatives, it doesn't matter what you wear, you know? And, and if you expand, yeah. and, and those are directors, there's people making millions of dollars. If you think about like, you know, like if you're in the office, you know, you're, you're, you know, you're an IT guy and you want to wear a Millsurp, um, people like, who the fuck cares? Like it, it, it doesn't it yeah. doesn't mean anything, right? Like like the authenticity issue there is if you're wearing what you want is you know, and I think that um, we talked about this in the future of men's where as, as dress codes go away, you're seeing a lot more variance in choice. Yet you're also seeing a lot of cohesion at the, at the exact same time where everything looks like very streetwear meets '90s meets Seinfeld meets Milser mm-hmm. meets whatever Ivy. Um, you can literally kind of wear whatever you like, you know, and the only the only test for authenticity is if you if you like it or not. You know, I, I think that people who who say that, oh, you know, your your life is like this, but you dress like this. It's a very old way of thinking. It's a very outdated and and to me, a very 
uh, it's uncreative in a sense that like, you know, you, yeah. you're, you're, you're just kind of projecting, you know, and I think this reminds me also of, um, or most telling in the commentary we had for dressing up in a dress down world where Bruce Boyer says, Oh, I don't like, you know, I don't want to go to a fancy restaurant where like, an, like, you know, a guy my age is wearing skinny jeans, and, like a graphic t-shirt who's clearly trying to dress like his son. Uh, and again, no offense to the esteemed Bruce Boyer, but it's like, what if that's who he is, bro? Like, you know, like... It's just a guy that wears skinny jeans. Yeah, and, you know, like... And also, like, skinny jeans aren't, like, that new. Like, you know, if you think about it, like, what if this guy was, like, in, like, the 60s and 70s wearing fucking women's jeans, right? And and he's just older now. He could just be doing that. And, I mean, it's, like, honestly, like, it, it obviously it's changing now, but for a while it was hard to get jeans that weren't slit or at least slim fit. So, <laughs> hey, maybe he just bought his jeans yeah, there's, there's a, <laughs> recently. There's an article that came out recently about how, and by recently it's going to be, like, a month <laughs> before this episode came out because mm-hmm. we're recording this in advance. But there's, like, a thing where, like, um, skinny jeans are never going to die away because I think they did, like, a study and they interviewed, like, all of... And this is, like, mainly for women's wear. But uh, they talked to, like, a lot of brands and they were, like... They firmly believe skinny jeans are, like, the new normal jean now. Like, mm. like there's something about it that's just going to stay forever. And, like... And every, every collection is based on the skinny jean. Where, like, they're going to have stuff, like, immediately, like way wider than it but they're never gonna like like they're not gonna go like suit they're never gonna fully get rid of the the skin yeah, it's, gene it's always gonna be available exactly and it's you know like spencer mm. said sometimes sometimes people are just kind of like you know they're kind of forced into whatever whatever is gonna whatever's at the mall you know and i think yeah and the the thing that, that that's relatively new is that malls and 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 all you know well just just accessible fashion in general you know for better for worse with fast fashion is that these things are way more dialed into an aesthetic now than like ever before you know where and this this should this should have been in the future events where episode that came out like a month ago but well, this is an amendment. To yeah, it. it's an yeah, it's a, yeah, you know, hey, we have to get the two uh, two out of three states ratification. Uh, <laughs> you know, yeah, we gotta get um, what's it called? We gotta get those the what's the ah oh, fuck, um, James Spader's like lobbyist character in like Lincoln, where he's going around trying to sway the oh, that's you right. Know? convince and people he's, he's, to abolish slavery someone's throwing beer in his face or whatever yeah one guy almost Good shoots movie. him and like he you know, he's like loading yeah. it with like the musket style he's like man that movie has such a good cast um god i gotta i want to watch like, i i now. okay like honestly i was listening to the score in the way over from uh from my dentist appointment and i'm like man like you can tell they really wanted to make this movie and it's so good like it's such a good it's really movie. good lincoln is great um yeah Steven Spielberg knows how to make movies. <laughs> yeah, Ready Player One. Um, yeah, <laughs> his best movie. Yeah. Um, but uh, what was I saying? Um, but, but yeah, so like, you know, before I could see like in the 90s where like you go to the mall, you wear like a fucking like just terrible fit. Like, I mean, it's just, that's just how it is, right? But then, and so mm. I think guys who grew up in that thing where, and I'm sure this is a big generational thing, and, and I'm sure we're going to argue with Henrik right after this. Um, but... There's that sense of like work you have to do to look good. That's a very old school, not you know, and it's a very early way of thinking. Where like you know, just like with music, we talked about this in the Discord, right? Where like you know, nowadays these algorithms, these these, these you know, these YouTube you know playlists and Spotify, it, you know, 
it does the hard work of like finding new stuff for yeah. you. Yeah. And you know, yeah, you know, you could you could argue about it, but there are people who would who can find great music uh today that didn't have to put on all that work and it's you know, I don't want to, you know, expand on like a leftist point of view here, but you know, it's kind of like if you expand on it in a very dumb way, you're like, you know, it's when you uh give free education it's like well i had to pay for mine i had to like work three jobs you know like well yeah well this is now so you don't have to do it you know it's it's it's, to me it's like a very similar way of thinking where you know why why should we struggle to enjoy this good thing you know like to enjoy art or to enjoy fashion you know so like you know like the idea that you know oh to dress like truly preppy you know maybe earlier you know by getting good you know good you know, mid mid rise jeans that fit right and, and like a nice fitting button down collar shirt. It might have been harder back in the day. Um but then now you can go to J. Crew RIP. Well they're not really RIP, but you know, you could get yeah, they're still you around. can get like kitted out in a good good outfit. Derek has talked about this, right? Where he's like, you know, these if these stores die, there's not gonna be a place you can just walk into and be like fully mm-hmm. you know, fully kitted out without without having to think much about it. And so maybe these ideas about authenticity is does do you have to put in a bunch of work beforehand? Is that something that that's 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 a component? I mean, I, I think authentic like once you like authenticity theoretically should be pretty effortless because it you know it's like not it's like well I guess not necessarily effortless because you have to like seek it out but once you have it on yeah um, that's that's the end of it if you if it's if it's authentic. Uh, then it's authentic. Yeah. You know? No. Yeah. It's uh. It's it's like our slouchy argument with like Aldous, right? We're like, it's slouchy because I said it is, you know, and and mm-hmm. you know, yes, of course, there's still gonna be people out there who might think, you know, that you're hopping on a trend. I mean, uh, as much as we like, as we don't like to admit it, classic. Or maybe we do actually, because we're you know we're cool indie guys and menswear. Say it constantly. But it's like menswear has trends classic menswear has trends you know like the like like gurkha gurkha closure and gurkha pants are definitely a trend you know like now how many times do we have to tell you people that there's no such thing as timeless fashion yeah exactly you know and and that's you know that's also one one obstacle to authenticity when you're like oh well i well what i wear has to be the same forever or it can't be timeless like no like that's that's dumb you know like everyone introduces new things your taste in music your taste in in clothing doesn't really vary and that's all like um or that doesn't doesn't uh stay static that's also something we've talked about mm-hmm. with Hendrick before, right? Where where he's like, well, he doesn't really listen to any new music anymore. He just, you know, he, he kind of knows his taste, which I mean, you know, again, yeah. could be generational. I mean, I think I feel like that happens specifically with music to a lot of people, to like most people. I like I've read that, like, you know, once you reach a certain age, you kind of like stop seeking out new music. There are like studies on that specifically, that that phenomenon specifically. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So, I wonder. I wonder. I mean, maybe there hasn't been or there is but like i wonder if if clothing is kind of the same way i mean again clothing as an as an individual endeavor is relatively new uh there i mean of course over time there's been a lot of people who have been known for their style in every decade you know Mm -hmm. um and these people relatively speaking are pretty cohesive in in their thought process or at least and by cohesive i don't think it's it's not they're buying the same things, but there is a through line of like a commonality of how they approach clothing, you know? Um, 
like Ivy or, you know, or, or workwear or like, you know, Ralph Lauren or something like that, where, yeah, it's like seventies early on, but like, there's still the idea of like the strong shoulder pads, you know, there's, there's still those, mm. the wide lapels that, that has still yeah. been around. And I would say that's authentic to, to, I think that Ralph Lauren is, has been authentic his whole life, even if the small changes in silhouette, you know, the less flared legs, you know, are, have, have changed, you know? And so is the, so, you know, we keep, we keep, I guess going back and forth on this, but yeah, how much, how much is consistency important to authenticity? I, dude, I have, I don't, I don't really know the answer to that. Cause I mean, obviously dude, we're so young, right? And why are we doing the podcast? <laughs> but I mean, you know, like we, we don't have a lot of data to look back, right? We, all, all we yeah. have, um, and this is something that I've gotten into with uh, a lot of people. Um, whenever I share old pictures, they're like, Oh, you're going to cringe at yourself now. And I'm like, Maybe I don't know, um, but it's like, you um, thing things always change. We always kind of knew that, uh, and and we haven't had like you know we don't know what a career like you know working in a, a true office will will do to our style. You know because even mm-hmm. if we are authentic to ourselves, there's a lot of outside context. You know like uh, there and there's still a lot of you know like we said gut check. Like yeah, I like wearing suits. But if someone says, hey, I'm having a beach party, I'm not going to wear that suit. It's not like and I, and I don't think that, oh, I, I, you know, if I wear shorts to the and a T-shirt to that to that beach party, I don't think people are going to be like, oh, Ethan's copping out. What a bitch. He's not being authentic. Yeah. Like, you know, look at the suit guy wearing a T-shirt. And I think, you know, honestly, right, maybe it's uh, with authenticity. It's it's all about it's like this is called vibe, right? Like it's authenticity is about a holistic vibe as opposed to like a specific mode of dress that and, and specific mm-hmm. modes of dress are a very like early menswear journey way of thinking, right? Where it's like yeah. you think that classic menswear is just tailoring where today and of course, feel free to fight us on this. We're probably wrong. But like to me. If I think about Milserp, I still think classic menswear because it's classic men's clothing. I think like I think of Ivy, mm. it's the same thing. Tailoring, same thing. It's all cohesive. So if I say I'm into classic menswear, they're still to me and and presumably Spencer and the rest of the Patreon, and the Discord, and everything. There is, it's a huge umbrella term that there is still so much to take from. You know, so like whenever, you know, like when someone goes like, oh, I don't know if a beret is, is, is you know, is, is authentic to me. I go, well, to me, it's a piece of classic menswear. And because it is, it fits in perfectly because it's been around for a long time. There's precedent with it. Yeah. And there's a lot of sources of inspiration that I can pull from that that I like, you know. And so, yeah, it might be different than, you know, than than the hats I wore before. But to me, it still feels authentic. And I feel like if you were to look at it like, you know, 10 years from now and you're doing a dissertation on the style of Ethan M. Wong, you could probably be like, oh, I, I could see it. I could see the context. I could see the uh, the through line. You know, I'm... Mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, what, 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 what do you think, Spencer? What do you think about that? I, I think, yeah, I think that you're correct in that it doesn't necessarily have to be um, if you if you like suits, you have to wear suits all the time to be authentic. Uh, as I mentioned before, I am going to be getting a custom suit. I'm probably going to be ordering in the new, next couple of weeks whenever I get my tax return back. Um, but yeah, it's even though I haven't really worn suits as much recently, I feel like when I get it made, there people will be able to look at it and say, okay, that makes sense. Someone who didn't know my style a couple of years ago when I was always wearing suits they could look at that and say, yeah, that makes sense in Spencer's closet. 
um, because it's going to have enough casual. I guess like maybe you know it's I'm trying to make it a little bit more quote unquote hard wearing for a suit. Yeah. Um, and so yeah, I think that if you, if you can find if you can find those threads and through lines in your wardrobe uh, like that, then you're good. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it's and that's something that you know again takes time and maybe mistakes. You know, like like we said earlier, um, there is maybe we don't want to say hard work, but there is still effort that goes into being authentic because you still got to know what that mm. is. Um, and again, I know that not only are Spencer and I very are younger compared to some other people um, uh, who, you know, who have been wearing tailing for a lot, a lot of their lives or, or dressing up, but there is that idea um, that, or not the idea that the, uh, there's a fact that Spencer and I haven't really been working and like, like working adults for very long um spencer mm. is still in school i i, I mean I've, i'm about to you know at the end of this year i'll have worked at my new job which is technically like my first like real real job for like a you know for like a year and so we don't have to make these like we don't we're fortunate not to make those decisions of like well what's appropriate for work what's appropriate for yeah. for being or maybe being like a dad or going or or, or whatever that is you know like we don't we're, we're afforded this 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 really like this leeway of like it doesn't really matter what we wear because it doesn't matter what we're doing you know yeah so maybe it's like we're being assholes whenever we make fun of people for saying like oh i couldn't wear this in the office because we don't know like a hundred percent of the time when i'm getting dressed up like not a hundred percent most 99 percent <laughs> of the time when i'm getting dressed up um there's like no dress code or anything that i really have to you know like i have to stick to yeah. I am entirely dressing in like the clothes that I want to wear that day. Yeah. And you know, this goes back to that, you know, that, that idea about, about for a long time, like careers, not just like offices, but any kind of career had, um, they had not a dress code, but like this, this look to it. And it's really tough, you know? And that's probably why a lot of people, like we said earlier, have a hard time kind of going in like, you know, how can I be into mentor if I'm a plumber or something like that? Right. And, and that's, yeah. you know, it's very unfortunate for a long time that that was the case, but today we've met a lot of people. I mean, there's a vintage guy who was like a car mechanic. Um, and he went in his free time, he would wear like Edwardian style suits and like, like, you know, like a boater hat and, you know, it's kind of cringy or yeah. whatever, but you got to hand it to the guy to like, you know, still keep true to himself. And it's, and it's also all, you know, really commendable to like have a distinction between, work and and who you uh and who you want to be you know yeah. to kind of de you know, delineate that and some and, and and for some other people sometimes you get into a career where you get to wear that the ideas of that career right like some people do like wearing suits but not the way spencer and i do it and that's fine you know you can you can wear a very fine bespoke suit worsted with like a spread collar shirt and a very nice macclesfield tie handmade drakes whatever and that's fine. And, and usually, you know, those people tend to be like financial advisors, you know, even though, you know, they're, they're the rich, we have to eat them. Um, you know, you, you are afforded that that luxury of like, you know, you kind of look the the and you look like the career you've chosen, you know, the, the, and mm -hmm. it's it's just as valid as having a look that is totally unrelated to the career you've chosen. I mean, we have urban composition, big example, great guy, great personal style who 
you know, on paper has a very different look about what he's wearing at work and when he's at play. You know, he wears, you know, it's workwear and then he's wearing like fucking bespoke tuxedos, you know, shawl, yeah. double RL cardigans with like 18 East and drawstring pants. Super great stuff. Um, but then when you look closer at it, his workwear is kind of mental. He wears like Taylor Stitch. He wears like hard wearing chinos. Yeah, I was gonna, you know, and so like all his all even all his workwear stuff is are there like cool Japanese brands or whatever, like very, you know, it's yeah, I, I think his stuff is great. Yeah, and you you look at it and there's still again very loose definition of classic menswear, but like he's still wearing high waisted chinos, he's still wearing, you know, like these heritage brands, and it's still, you know, when you when you're in the know, you can see the the through line, like Spencer said, and it's it's cohesive and so you don't really have to think okay oh is he being which one's more authentic is it his workwear man or his menswear man but at the end of the day it's just he's being peter he's being urban composition and those yeah. are you know totally you know it's all there um who else there's another person i could think of too um you know like david hockney right like he's an artist and he wears like fucking sack suits you know and he wears it with like fucking like like torn up converse and like bold pants and like that's you know what do you that's yeah. That's not really the best outfit to paint him. Like most people would just choose, yeah, like a, a, smock. a, a big, a big shirt or yeah. something. Yeah, a smock. And he fucking does um, that. Yeah. And no one, no one says like, look at this tryhard. <laughs> Maybe I mean that helps that he's David Hockney. So that's one but the, uh, thing that you could do is be David. But you Hockney. know, honestly, like, you know, I know that's a joke, but like sometimes you got to think of yourself in that way, right? Like, I think when you start idealizing, like, these careers or these things that, oh, this is what someone should be, or they they can only do that because of their status. Like, I, like, you know, I'm, we talked about this in private, Spencer, but, like, you know, people have, I mean, I'm sure maybe you've gotten this too, where someone goes, oh, I, I can't do that even if I want to because I'm not you. Like, it's not even that, like, it's not even like they have a job or whatever. They just say, like, oh, well, you're a menswear guy or you're, you're Ethan. You guys have a podcast. You guys you know get photographed yeah. all the time you guys are you know famous you know i laugh at that because who the hell are we anyway but it's like you know like you know like you should have like don't people you should... don't people know that i've steal i've stolen everything <laughs> like all the all my style i've stolen from other people yeah and it's, that's how it works and, you know i mean it's hard to do this but like you know it's a healthy dose of narcissism where you have to realize like you know your choice in clothing is important you know what's authentic and authentic like that's basing authenticity on yourself it's that's what it should start with and then you make edits on the context right mm. but if you start from a very like oh what will other people think of me it's really tough and again we're probably being assholes you know we don't know your context here but it does help to take your own you know your own uh preferences into consideration because otherwise you're never you're never going to be truly authentic you know if you want if you want to continue yeah. that 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 line of thought you know I always try and encourage people like, you know, like, you know, like, oh, I'm not Ethan M. Wong. And like, yeah, you will. You're 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 so and so. And you can wear that like you can make it your thing, you know, and exactly like you're not going to wear it exactly the same as me. But it's like you will like going back to the example of a beret, um, which a lot of people have been jumping on recently because H.W. Dog and came Co. back, baby, recently restocked. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you need a beret, check them out. But yeah, like uh, people aren't going to be necessarily wearing the beret the same way that that you do, or that Kenji does, or whatever. But they're going to find um, they're going to find the way to wear the beret that works. For right. Them. No, exactly. And, you know, and to go, this is a little side point that we'll probably talk to in a couple of other menswear um, streams. But like that's you know that's why I don't want to be an influencer or be considered an influencer. It's because 
I don't want that title because I want people to to think that they can they can absolutely wear whatever I'm wearing. There is not there is not none of this like oh, you're do you know you're a fancy guy you're a suit guy whatever like, I'm I'm normal I'm 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 just I'm just, I I do take fit pics I'm a photographer I like very specialized clothing or very niche clothing but at the end of the day like I think anyone anyone can do this and you know it's cool to see that the Patreon kind of and the Discord you know really being and not even that the fucking Sadhead Saturday is a good example of that all these guys different backgrounds I know I'm, I'm friends with a couple of them they all have very you know you know on a very wide range of styles I don't know what they are I'm not gonna assume that oh they're you know uh, people are gonna think that they're lying or whatever because it's like like who am I to know that? They know who they are, and if they look good, they look comfortable. That's what fucking matters, you know. That's what matters. Like, like, uh, it's hard to tell from a fit pic, and that's again the issue with menswear and the issue with social media in general. People are only allowed to see a very small snippet of what you're wearing, um, or and and of your life, um, because it's like, you know, some guy goes like, "Oh, aren't like don't people stare at you when you go out there?" And I'm like, "Well, if I'm wearing the sport coat to hang out with Spencer, um." And and Jay and these guys who we hang out with and we're getting boba, um, feels feels pretty natural to me, man. Like I feel like it's yeah. just not, you know it's whatever. And we we keep saying like the I mean maybe the secret because we've been like hitting on this every episode is just kind of have like friends that also dress cool, and um, depending on where you are, that might be kind of hard to find. But yeah, just like really being with one or two other well dressed people, just gives you con that gives you context like by itself you know? yeah exactly it's and that and that also kind of makes it authentic because i think again something that we kind of touched on in, in throughout this entire episode is that people base authenticity on the context around you and like the environment so if you can change your environment to fit that then then you're kind of you know you're working at both ends right like you're you're changing contest and you've and you've got a cool fit on and and you're making you're making it work it's a push and pull egg and egg and chicken kind of thing yeah. it's just a paradox it's just it's just authentic it's just it's just what it is um and you know before we wrap up i think the only issue with authenticity i think maybe can come from things that point to a very specific aesthetic like and i you you touched on it on very early on um but you know the merch idea uh, i know we're gonna have a whole episode mm-hmm. on merch um but yeah that i you know when you wear this this i you know this this cap that has a thing or or wear you know a shirt that has a band that maybe you haven't heard of uh maybe, maybe don't do those things yeah you know but i mean from the i mean from a regular menswear standpoint right like um like you know don't feel obligated, you know, to wear certain menswear items that you feel like you have to if it doesn't make sense, right? Like, if again, if you're a suit guy, it doesn't have to be worsted suits. You can wear cotton suits and get the same effect, especially as we mm-hmm. said in, like, other episodes where, like, no one's going to say, what? That's navy cotton, not navy wool? That's, you're, 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 you're fucking crazy. You're insane. Yeah. I'm calling the cops. You know, and it's like. And I'm sure a lot of other guys kind of got that way too, where they feel like they couldn't do something like, oh, oh, I can only wear suits with like elegant loafers or whatever. But as we've seen, people wear like you know, like like Drake's or even like Philip in our in our pod in our in our Patreon has worn like you know like pair of boots with like chunky soles, and they look just fine, you know. And mm-hmm. and yeah, it might go against the rules of 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 classical menswear or whatever, but it's still on a very broad term classic menswear. It's a French like it's a Tyrolean style shoe or it's got its roots and that kind of thing. People wore those in the forties with, with 
trousers and everything, there is precedent yeah. and it's authentic. And you can just say, I like that thing, you know? Um, I It's like, uh, yeah, it's like every episode, it really, it's, it's going back to the POV thing where you just gotta, you gotta figure out what your style is, develop it. because that's how you achieve it because otherwise you're going to be you know like one of the guys on instagram like always like doing the next trend taking chest shots or whatever um and that's not i don't know that's not what i want to be i want to i want to like have only good clothes right yeah i mean that work for me the funny thing though on that note is this might open up another can of worms uh because i know we're hitting the hour but hey we had a whole 10 minutes of hilarity at the beginning yeah um but I remember um, when uh, and th- th- there's two examples here uh, when they had Kevin Wang who used to be in Herman back in the day. I don't know if you remember that. Like it's a, it's like this. It's a picture of these two Asian guys at the Jazzy's lawn party wearing like these double-breasted suits. Mm-hmm. Really cool stuff. Um, Kevin Wang was one of the guys who worked and uh, worked on the brand with Min Her, who was the founder of it, and he became like editor in chief of of Taiwan GQ. And his style, like there's a there's an Instagram album, and he wore everything. He wore like I think he wore like Liverano, but then he wore like super streetwear stuff, super modern, and just a, a very vi- wide swath of stuff. And one of the comments was like, "Well, he just looks good in everything. Nothing feels authentic. He's he's just." wearing cool clothes and that's something i've always thought of too and i don't know if that's a valid critique because at a certain point like yeah you can tell someone is like a trend whore especially in like hashtag early hashtag men's with like lapel pin and everything but once the execution becomes really good it's yeah. really tough to tell they, what you know. they could be someone who just does like a wide variety of styles and enjoys having a huge and does it really well where they can change yeah. it up and, yeah, you know, but honestly, like we, I, I think I briefly mentioned in the Discord, and I was hit with pretty hard criticism because at the end of the day, I think maybe that's authentic. You know, like Kiyoshi talks about, um, you know, like being an enthusiast of clothing. I don't think he says that he subscribes to any specific thing like that you and like you and I do, and that's something I've had to kind of think about, especially as MJ has said this kind of same thing and Matt has said this kind of same stuff. Um, and again, if these names are, are foreign to you, you got to come to the streams. You got to be part of the Patreon. Um, but, you know, sometimes yeah. like just enjoying something can be authentic. You know, like I, you know, you think about like food or like music where no one's gonna be like, oh, you like country and rock and roll. What? Which one's the real one? You fraud. But like you can just like you can just like music. You know, you can just like, you can like both. You can like both. You know, just because you you really like American food doesn't mean you can't be like, whoa, this Mexican restaurant is so good. Like you can, you, it can be all a part. You can be in pursuit of the art as a as a whole. You know, and maybe. Mm-hmm this whole idea again we're coming up with a lot of these you know we're fighting back against this, this invisible straw man authentic guy here but it's like when, when you try and put authenticity into like pigeonholes and everything you're gonna set yourself up for failure or you're gonna come up with this big yeah. identity crisis because you know as I, I wrote this down where it's not just about not taking menswear clothing too seriously but being authentic as we move on in this world authenticity um is kind of ridiculous or the notions of it are just outdated where t- to this new generation to Spencer and I being authentic is just, you know, who you like, what, what you like. Um, and I mean, it's like, I just, I want to dress like the, like when I think of myself and like in my head, this is like, I just want to dress like that, you know, like there's a very, or the, not even dress like that. It's just like, there's a vibe that I like to think that I have and I'd like to project 
and that's how I want. I'd want a dress to show that off. Ab- you know. You, you've hit it on the head, Spencer. I think that's something I've always said, too, where, like, I want to look like the person in my head at all times. And mm. and the thing is, right, like we talked about this in the practicality episode um, that, that came out two weeks ago or that we recorded last week because we're crazy guys who like to bank things. Um, Call us bankers. Yeah, the deal or no deal. <laughs> we're, we're that little shadow yeah. in the, with, the, with the little headset. <laughs> <laughs> um, but um, it's, you know you can sometimes pick things based on what that person is and, and, and those hobbies. Yeah. Right. Like I want to be a slouchy dude who wears suits. Well, I can't really accomplish that with a very fitted silhouette. What I can do is, you know, do soft shoulders, extended draped chest, wide legs, you know, that's, that's how that works, you know? And that's how it, mm-hmm. how it becomes, you know, natural. And like Spencer says, you, you got to dress like whatever guy, you know, and and the thing is also like you talk about authenticity, dude. Like people change. Also, you get older again. The context change. I remember when Jeremy uh, Kirkland, uh, the the host of Blamo, again, great episode, um, and great dude all around. Um, he someone posted an inspo album of him on on MFA, and um, it was you know, and Jeremy's been into fashion for a long time. Like he was there for hashtag menswear. He was in Rick. He was in a bunch of different stuff. That's why he's probably one of the most knowledgeable guys around who's like mm-hmm. kind of been around for the zeitgeist and, and, and documented stuff. I mean, you could say the same thing for like throwing fits too. Um, but you know, people were like, Oh look, he just goes from like, he just, he's like trend hopping and he's wearing Rick to this. But like, you know, sometimes you get older. Sometimes when you're younger, you can wear Rick because you're in college or you're early, you're working at a tech startup. It doesn't matter what you're wearing. And then when you get, yeah. then when you get older, maybe, you know, you get a different job. You work at the armory and you're like, well, I can't really wear Rick to this, but I can wear, you know, fucking Taylor Cade and some cool jeans from, from fucking three sixteen. And it's still cool. It's still kind of punk, you know, compared to like what everyone else is wearing. It's still very contrarian, but it, it takes on a new meaning. And that's, you know, that's something to be applauded. That's something that that's a very big part of authenticity. You know, uh, saying saying one thing should stay forever is not authentic because humans don't do that. Like directors change. Yeah, we uh, Martin Scorsese has changed. John Williams has changed. All these people, everyone that we look up to, whether it, any kind of artistic endeavor changes. And, you know, at the end of the day, if you're if you're not thinking about this as art, then then I can't help you, man. I can't like, it's just not going to work out. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Um, yeah. But once again, it all, it all comes down to just figuring, figuring out like who you want to be. Yeah. Um, maybe that's the exact opposite of authenticity. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, well, I get, like I said, it's like chicken and egg, right? Like which one informs the other, right? Like who do you want to be yeah. and who you are kind of become the same thing. And, and again, we have force versatility, right? Where you, you know, sometimes you just make it happen. You know, you just, you just like mm-hmm. berets. I mean, yeah, that's, well, that's one thing I wanted to say is like, you know, like some of the, some of, some workwear looks I feel like can look kind of try hard. So I make an effort to like, not be afraid to actually like do stuff in my clothes um even if they are like i mean obviously if they're super old and super delicate i'll be careful with it but a lot of my work wear i'm like this could you know i could still like wear this to do like lifting not you know workout lifting but like moving stuff or whatever and it'll be fine um and i i mean we talked about this in the the practicality episode but yeah just living in things and and not being afraid to wear your clothes 
um, gives you that. It helps gives you a sense of authenticity. Yeah, and then and then when you are at the stage of like commissioning, like we talked about in the in the in the custom tailoring episode, you can sometimes create the things that are the perfect thing for you, right? Like not just suits, but like mm-hmm. you know, for me, um, I I like work shirts a lot. I know Spencer and I both like those things. Um, we, we referenced it in the practicality episode, and. To me, even though they're casual, I can still wear them with tailoring, especially if they have a spear point collar, you know, and, and then it, yeah. like, it, it, it's still it, like, that's that's a big thing that that's me, you know, and, and, and you still have the pockets, put the film in there, put like the, the notepad in there, you know, it just kind of, you know, it kind of makes sense. And and the cool thing about this, this kind of more the niches niche of menswear that we're a part of is that we've met so many guys who eventually like they have so many different contexts. They, they also they have force for like they force versatility upon it. You know, they make it happen. Just like David Hockney, I could think of like like uh, Ryan, where you know you, you talk about how he, he puts like those markers in the in his uh, pockets and everything. Um, mm-hmm. He's yeah, he's an artist. I'm sure. I'm sure. You know, when he's out hanging out, illustrating in like a fucking his his book or whatever he could be wearing something else but no he decided to wear tailoring and it's authentic to him he does it the way he he wants to and it it just fucking works and you can't give him flack for it you know only only someone who mm-hmm. who only some weird hardliner who has one specific slice of his life on you know on media on, on, on social media or maybe they saw him at like a coffee shop or whatever you know, maybe that person might have a negative opinion or might wonder, oh, this guy's a tryhard, but they'll never interact with each other. They'll, you know, they'll move on. You know, there's the fishmonger thing, yeah. right? The the rooms. <laughs> it's just you move on, and it's it's certainly like we said, a privilege for us to say that. And I'm I'm very curious if you know in the future when we when we have to um when we uh what do you call it revisit this with new context with our jobs with families with where we're mm-hmm. living you know it's it's it'll be interesting but at least for now you know we we, yeah. we ask you guys just try and see what you like or try it out wear it wear it by yourself for a little bit wear it around the house where you know try these new things um because at the end of the day you'll you'll know what's authentic and you'll be able to make it work for you you know i mean th- yeah this whole this whole podcast the last couple months has just turned into like you just you know figuring out what you are comfortable wearing um it's it's kind of, you know it comes sometimes can be like a difficult discussion to have because as we keep saying it's like all this stuff is just you know it's like just a feeling that you have or you know it when you see it but i you know like we've gone through this hopefully us rambling for hour and 10 minutes 10 minutes or whatever uh, <laughs> kind of helped you you know figure out some stuff yeah. maybe gave you a sense of how we got there yeah exactly you know um and hey, I know, yeah, we'll eventually talk about that merch issue because that's kind of a big, a big thing in menswear that's coming up. And the big issue with merch is like we said, like, you know, when we saw like those influencer girls wearing thrasher t-shirts, it's like, is it authentic? Why are you wearing that if you're not connected to it? And that'll be our, an, another fun mm-hmm. discussion that, that'll tie into it um, because we're seeing, we're seeing not only merch and collaborations, but like fake merch now, right? Like that's like a big, like a, like a, yeah. you know, the whole. Like things pretending to be merch that aren't merch for anything. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's a big thing. And you know, you'll, you'll hear it in two weeks. Um, but again, like I mentioned, hopefully this episode has given you a little bit of a broader context, at least in terms of like getting into tailoring or trying Millsip or trying Ivy, you know, like I, like, like, yeah, listen to some of the episodes. You can hear I mean, this. Yeah. It doesn't even have to be, it doesn't even have to be classic menswear. Like if you if you decide that, like, yeah, going full Rick is authentic, then more power to you, you know? And I, it's yeah, like, it's still cool. Just got to kind of figure it, figure yeah. it out. 
Yeah. Uh, well, guys, thank you for listening to the episode. Uh, I really enjoyed this one. Again, thank you to everyone in the, in the Patreon Discord who like kind of really just kind of formulates our discussion topics on this. You know, we, we really don't think of this stuff until we get into arguments, not arguments, but like debates about, about certain topics. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So if you, Hey, if you want to be a part of that discussion, um, you know, not just talking to the aether here, you can join us in a discord and get a, get a, get a bonus episode while you're at it. We get one of those every month with a producer, yeah. with producer MJ uh, and civilian Matt, um who uh big ups to matt who has been a producer i know we we talked uh, we had the guys say something on the stream but uh we want to thank him for his work over mm-hmm. on the podcast for a couple of months so he's had to take a step back now Absolutely. but he'll still be here he's, he's still around don't worry about it um but yeah you get a bonus episode with him if you join the patreon at patreon.com slash style direction all spelled out uh five dollars a month gets you access to that discord in the bonus episode but ten let's uh do you want to say it or do you want me to say it i can say it uh, if you have it pulled up already, yeah, right. say it, but... Okay, I got it. Don't worry about it. Don't worry, baby! Okay. Uh, well, uh... I mean, I could... It's okay, I got it. Uh, thank you to Austin Malott, okay. Shane Curry, Philip Gagard, Andrew Jessica, Jeremy Ostriker, and Guy Zhang. We will appreciate you. Uh, that's their $10 tier, uh, for the podcast. So much money! Right. But, Spencer, I, I know what you can tell me. What if, uh, Patreon's not for you? S- yeah, if Patreon's not for you, if $10 is, as I just said, so much money, um, and so is $5, I guess, then you can support us for free by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. Uh, writing a review also helps if you have the time or the inclination. We would really appreciate that. It helps get the podcast out to other people because we don't um, really do any advertising. We don't pay for any advertising. So that's one of the only ways that we will get we can get a new audience absolutely it's uh we and we want people to kind of you know we're not really motivated by money as much uh well i mean not all the time but i it would be nice but that's not like what we yeah i mean we it. we really love topics like this because we i we gen and talk about authenticity we genuinely want more people to approach clothing like this because uh-huh. you know it's not it's not that the comments we get are bad but it's like you know i do feel kind of sad that some people aren't able to kind of approach it in this way and it's really freeing i think when you get you, know, you get like this and i also uh, i will say getting into mentor like this has really opened me up to other art forms like i don't think i would have started painting if i if i got into this you know like painting oh, i'm a i'm a nerd i'm a star wars guy i don't paint but hey it works out yeah or, you know i mean i so i don't know what came first because like i've just been realizing that it's like it's not really just clothing that i have like i mean i like my opinions are strongest about clothing but in general i think i just like really care about like the aesthetics of things like i just care about like design and how things look in general and i'm not sure if that came from being like deep into clothes for so long or if that was always an innate thing i do i just choose to express it same way i mean like it's just kind of you know it's kind of funny where the 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 podcast and i guess the blog has a very like mid-century kind of feel to it or like a like a neo mid-century thing and you know we dress a mid-century podcast yeah Yeah. and it's and it's like well i mean like yeah we kind of dress like it's well i mean there are days when it's like 1961 kind of a thing you know yeah um but yeah i i definitely agree man like it's when you're able to look at aesthetics but with an expanded view and a very creative open mind it lets you try a bunch of new things that you never really thought that you could do before you know hobbies mm-hmm. friends experiences food art movies everything i think came from being 
into menswear. I mean, also, it's weird that we're having this point at the end of this after we've done the boilerplate stuff. <laughs> but yeah, who cares? That you got. That's why you gotta I, listen to I ho- And I hope. Unfortunately, I bet most of our listeners drop out right when we start doing the boilerplate. Yeah. But if you did stick around, congrats! You get an extra bonus piece of wisdom. <laughs> yeah, I mean, again, honestly, like I, you know, the, uh, I don't want to. I don't want to talk too much about this, but like, you know. Getting into it this way, like, I remember before being very stubborn about a lot of things. Like, remember, I used to eat, like, plain burgers, right? And I still kind of do. But, mm-hmm. like, now I can go to a, a place and, like, try their burger. You know what I mean? Like, it, it's it's very similar yeah. to, like, that custom bespoke thing where we talked about how, oh, I only want to get a period reproduction suit. But now it's like, oh, you know, I actually like how that tailor does it. I would just go to them and get it done. You know, so it's it's crazy. You know, yeah, Benzler is great. And I, I'm, I'm glad that we're yeah. being, you know... We were learning, we're expand, not, maybe not changing authenticity, but we're expanding what it means to be authentic to ourselves. Maybe that's the biggest part of wisdom about this whole thing, you know, expand, you know, just being, being open-minded. That's, that's also kind of a big point of the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll catch you. You gotta uh, be, you gotta have an open that's mind. That's right. We'll, we'll catch you on Saturdays, uh, for our, uh, a, uh, a discussion probably on the same topic. Um, we do that. We do that every Saturday. Um. Not just if there's a podcast episode, but uh, we like streaming on Saturday nights, eight o'clock Pacific Standard Time till t- about ten. Submit your outfits so we can, you know, share them uh, and talk about them. Uh, we're also on Wednesdays uh, for the podcast, um, which is just for gaming and very casual. We do poker. We watch MJ play Spider Man or whatever he's playing. Um, there's a lot of that. And, uh, and yeah, you can follow the podcast at Style and Direction. You can follow me at Ethan M. Wong. I'm at Spencer DSO. And thank you to producer MJ for, as you guessed it, producing this episode and the, and the streams and everything. Uh, we'll ca- don't get on mic. Uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.